It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Tuesday. Welcome in. It is hump day. I know it doesn't feel like hump day, but it is hump day because it's when it's Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday. Well, it's my middle day of work this week. Only three shows this week. I know it's Tuesday. I know it's May 3rd. Feels like a Wednesday in here because Tony Burke is in the studio with me, the John and Tony Dog and Pony Show. I guess a day early, but when Tony called and said, hey, I can't be there Wednesday, I said, come in Tuesday. It's the middle day of the week. That's when you're supposed to be there. So thankful to Tony Burke for showing up today. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open 384-1450. 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Or if you have a question about Tony's Derby picks, I've already got them. I questioned him. I wrote them down. So I'll scratch those horses off my list. The Thornton's text line is open if you'd like to text the show, 502-414-1450. Don't forget Thornton's is a perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like our fresh coffee and delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit us up here on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The post-position draw for both the Oaks and Derby was yesterday. So now you know where your horse is going to run. And if you were a Mo Donegal fan, you got the number one post in the Derby. That's never a good thing. Dwayne Lucas, the 86-year-old trainer who got a late entry into the Derby with Ethereal Road, got the 20 spot. Not ideal. Dwayne Lucas, the 86-year-old trainer, in the Oaks, got the one spot, which is even worse. Secret Oath will be coming out of the one hole. So um, we'll go through all the uh, horses, the post positions, try to figure out who we like, who we don't like, who we're going to throw out. I think, it, Tony, I, I think it's just important to figure out who you're going to throw out because, you know, anybody can bet chalk, 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 but you got to throw somebody out, and that's the trick. Which horse people like that you say going to struggle in this derby. I agree with that. Um, 20 horses is just so hard. I mean, you, you can be the greatest handicapper in the world. I, I doesn't tell, matter, doesn't tell people all the time in the Breeders' Cup, the Oaks and the Derby, if you like somebody, bet it. Don't try let somebody talk you out of it. Don't do it because it's so wide open. The Derby's become a little more predictable over the years because they didn't let just anybody in that messes up the race. But – 20 horses, you have the best horse, and it gets in trouble, you lose. He's not the best horse that day if he gets no. in trouble. So there's all kinds of ways to look at it. Some great trainers. Uh, how's the weather going to be on Derby and Oaks? Rainy. Uh, yeah, so you got to put that in. So handicapping the Derby and the Oaks, pick a name, pick a jockey, pick a trainer, and go with it. Zandon is the early morning, I guess, morning line favorite from Mike Battaglia. Uh, Flavian Pratt will be aboard Zandon, 3-1 to one out of the 10-hole. Epicenter, who everybody's talked about as being the favorite, uh, is 7-2. to two. Joel Rosario will ride uh, Epicenter. That's Asmussen horse, correct? It is. Uh, he is in the 3-hole. And then my horse that I liked that I talked about here on the air, Messier, got the 6-hole, 8-1. to one. Keep in mind, Mark Messier, former New York Ranger, won six Stanley Cups. Messier, the horse, gets the 6th post position. Karma? Question mark? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Messi is eight to one. One of the two former horses of Bob Baffert 
And uh, my man Johnny V, Johnny Velasquez, that's – look, you can like all these horses you want. A lot of this, Tony, Derby Day is about which jockey can navigate a 20-horse field. We know Johnny Velasquez can do it. And Mike Smith on Taba, the other former Bob Baffert horse, Mike Smith knows how to uh, navigate a 20-horse field. He does. He's one of the been one of the best in those races at Churchill Downs, and that does say a lot. Uh, you know, guys like Chris McCarron and guys like that in the past were guys that you know you always felt good with because they know the racetrack, they know what's going on. But there's a lot of good jockeys, and it's just a lot of luck, in my opinion. I mean, you can yep. get pinched at the start. You can be on the coming down the back stretch, getting ready to make your move, and three horses die in front of you. It's just it, it's just a crazy race. You don't see twenty horses in races. And that's and these are young horses, and that people forget that a lot of these, you know, these are three year olds, and a lot of these horses have run a lot. The weather, the horses in front of them, dirt in their face. We, we you were talking about uh, uh, Brown, Big Brown being in the twenty hole, and I remember listening, and uh, you know, they were talking about on the outside, and you're so close to the fans, and and now the yeah. the the starting gate's different. And there's all kinds of things that just come into play. Uh, Mo Donigo got the number one hole. There was a gasp. I was at the post position draw yesterday. There's always a gasp whenever the one hole is drawn and then it's a horse that figures to be in the mix. There's always a bit of a gasp because nobody wants to come out of that one hole, Tony. Explain to the fans why the one hole is so bad in the Derby. Well, we're talking about 20 horses, first of all. So if you don't break out of that one hole, the other horses are coming in. And a lot of them pinch down, and they're trying to get to the rail. If you don't get out, you can run into a wall of horses and pull your horse up a little bit. We've seen it happen. Not do the things. Mo Donegal's 10 to 1. Yeah. It has probably be 7 to 1 without being the one hole. Yeah, I, I would say maybe in 6 to 1. Yeah. Uh, Todd Pletcher and Arad Ortiz, you got a great team right there. But there's too many things that go wrong. And that's why a lot of horses don't win from the inside, especially in the Derby. It's just too much traffic. White Abario is 10 to 1 as well out of the 15 hole. And Taba, the uh, former Bob Baffert horse with Mike Smith in the silks, 12 to 1. Every other horse, 20 to 1 or more. Uh, one of those top six win it there, Tony Zandon, Epicenter, Messier, Modonago, White Abario, Taba, one of those six. If I said, I'll give you the other 14 or I'll give you those six, which are you taking? I'd take those six, yeah. definitely. I. I I told you I made an early bet just for the heck of it on Charge It, and that's in the eight hole with Pletcher and Size. 20 to 1. 20 to 1. So, you know, I, I throw that in. You always got to – my my perspective on the Derby, and I can't say it's worked a lot, but <laughs> everybody wants to play trifectas and do all this stuff. To me, exacta boxes are the way to go with three, four horses because you get such good odds yeah. if you like horses. And if you hit the exacta – Exacta sometimes is, is, is really nice. And, you know, yeah, everybody wants to hit the try and they want to hit the pick three and the super and everything else. But if you're listening, take three horses that you like and box them. If you got a seven to two horse and a 10 to one horse come in, that's a nice payoff. Yeah. And, and if you have another horse that's with them at 10 to one and you run the favorite out and you hit a 10 to one and a 12 to one together, that's a big exacta. Oaks uh, Nest got the. Uh there's the guy's the favorite going in five to two. Got the four post position. That'll be uh, Friday. If you're wondering, uh, six. Let's see, five fifty one is the the post time for the Kentucky Oaks. But Nasty Rod Ortiz Jr. up five to two. 
Kathleen O out of the 10 spot, 7 to 2. Echo Zulu, uh, Joel Rosario uh, up on that horse, is, comes in 4 to 1. Secret Oath is 6 to 1. That is the uh, D. Wayne Lucas horse coming out of the one hole. Goddess of Fire, Nostalgic, Shahama, all 15 to 1. Everybody else 20 to 1 or more. Uh, fun day yesterday, as I mentioned, went to the post position draw. Got, got to see the mayor, got to see a bunch of uh, bunch of people who want to be seen, including myself. I'm not going to lie about that. But it's different now for media members because now they're doing the Oaks and the Derby on the same day. The post position draws on the same day. You had 34 tables with horses' names on uh, one horse name on each table. Bunch of connections there. Media people got pushed away. I'm not bitter. But this may be the ba- the last post position draw that I go to that I spend my time going to. And the other thing is, you can watch it online, just like about anything else. You can watch it online now. Well, you just like to be seen. I, I do. Mean, and you, you know, you're very. I'm popular, hard to miss, by the way. Popular here in the city of Louisville. Uh, speaking of uh, watching stuff on your phone and watching, you can stream everything. Tony, have you watched Ozark yet? I've just finished it. I have not night, watched John. it. Haven't touched it. Watch two we episodes, two episodes, two episodes. How many episodes. are there? Six? I think there's six. It might be seven. Yeah. I'm not sure. But last night, me and the wife, and I won't say a word about yeah, it. Yeah, please don't. But we watched the finale. We saved the last one for last night. I've waited. Let's see, I think it came out Friday. So it's been five days. I should have watched it by now. So uh, I, the way I feel is if, if I get spoiled, if I get a spoiler now, and I, and I know you're not going to spoil it for me, but if I get one, that's on me. I had a whole weekend to watch it. I didn't do a whole lot this weekend. Did a little St. X baseball, a little St. X track and field, went to watch. Uh, Sunday didn't do a whole I've had time. My grandson's been out of town in Florida. He got back uh, late last night. I had him today. He was fun, but that's on me, right? Definitely on it's you. on me. I couldn't and, wait. And when all it I, came did, out, all I, I did was rant and rave on Friday. Oh, you got to watch those. And then I don't watch it. All right. Back to sports. Why not? Let's get back to sports. NBA last night. Uh, I said it yesterday, NBA's great. I was 1-1 one one in my picks yesterday. I had Miami. And the question was, how are the how are the Sixers going to stay in these games without Joel Embiid? He's got the orbital fracture. He's got the thumb problem. He's uh, in concussion protocol as well. Well, they hung around for a little while last night. But you could tell Miami wasn't going to lose this game. James Harden, I said yesterday, Tony, had to take 30 shots. He had to go back to being old James Harden, hog the ball, take those step-back threes, get to the basket, get fouled. He took 13 shots. He was 5 of 13 from the field. Tobias Harris had 27. Tyrese Maxey had 19. It's not enough without Joel Embiid. And I asked, who's going to guard Bam Adebayo? And who's Bam Adebayo going to have to guard? Because he probably doesn't have to guard anybody. The answer was DeAndre Jordan. Doc Rivers decides to start DeAndre Jordan. They only have three centers on the roster. One you've never heard of. Two is DeAndre Jordan. So you put him in there. He didn't play a whole lot of minutes, but Doc Rivers said he's going to stick with that on Wednesday as well. What do you do if you're Philadelphia without Joel Embiid except lose? Well, you hit the nail on the head. James Harden has to take over. and. I, I saw the stats today, which you were talking about on, on SportsCenter, about how he has not produced in the playoffs. Is he just old? 
I, he doesn't look very like he's into it when he has the ball. It's like he doesn't want the ball. Maxie wants the yes, ball. Yes, he does. And and Harris wants the ball. They're both good players. Maxie's really turned it on. But when you look at the Heat, and I look out there defensively, and I see Jimmy Butler. That's a good defensive team. Yeah. And, I mean, those guys, Tucker, Tucker and Jimmy Butler guarded him some. I didn't see the whole game. I watched parts. Yeah. And that's good matchups for the Heat to play. And so they got to find points from somewhere else, John. And nobody else in double figures but the three guys you named. And, you know. The Sixers led this game 51-50 to at halftime. I don't yeah. know how. I don't either. But they led it 51-50. to Tyler Hero, uh, 25 and 7 assists off the bench. Bam Adebayo, 24 and 12. And I'm telling you, with the defenses that Philadelphia is going to have to throw at Miami, Bam Adebayo, if he stays out of foul trouble, should have a field day every night. Well, they had five guys in double figures. Yep. Bam's just good. and Defense player of the year? 12 rebounds. Not defense. 24 player points. All defensive teams. Eight for ten from the field, yep. and then when you get Jimmy Butler adding fifteen, and and Hero yeah. Hero had twenty five. Here's what would case. scare me if I'm Philly. Jimmy Butler only had fifteen points. Yeah, and we lost by fourteen. John, the Heat's the team nobody talks. about. I know, I know. Everybody's on that Celtic bandwagon. At least they were until they now, lost. Now it's home Bucks on Sunday. Now the Bucks. How are you going to beat the Bucks? Look how good they are without Chris Middleton, and they're going to get him back at some point. Yeah. Uh, Nobody talks about the Miami Heat, and and Kyle Lowry hasn't been playing. Yeah, they get him back. Will that will that help them? In your opinion? Absolutely, I think so too. Absolutely, he doesn't have to score either. Game two is Wednesday, seven thirty TNT. Miami, who was a seven and a half point favorite last night, the uh, I think the odds makers saw what happened and said we got to make them even higher. It's it's eight and a half. Um, you don't see that kind of spread in conference semifinal games. Now, the Embiid injury is huge. And if you're Philadelphia, you hope he can get past the concussion protocol. And you also hope that a guy that's injured all the time, and I have more and more respect for Joel Embiid every day because he plays through some stuff. Torn ligament in your thumb on your shooting hand. He's playing through it. Got to. He's playing through it. Orbital fracture, by the way, this is his second orbital fracture. I don't know what kind of bone structure he's got above his eyes there, but it's not too good. He's had one on each side now. He'll play through that. He'll put the mask on. He did it the first time he had an orbital fracture. But if I'm the Sixers, you're not going to have him in game two. You got to get him back by Friday night, right? They have no chance if they have don't have Joel Embiid. They and have a slight chance if they do have Joel Embiid. Yeah, I, I still think they're going to lose, but yeah, I agree. Uh, game one of the Phoenix-Dallas series last night. It was a pretty good one. Phoenix won at 121-114. I told you to take Dallas in the five and a half. It was a late backdoor cover for the Suns, which kind of you know, hurt my pick yesterday, but I was one for one. Devin Booker appears to be, if not fully healthy, at least 95% healthy. He went for 23 points, nine rebounds, eight assists last night. Uh, DeAndre Aiden had 25 points, 8 rebounds. Chris Paul chipped in 19. And it looked as if Phoenix said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to run different guys at Luka every possession down the floor. They had six, seven different guys take a shot at guarding Luka Doncic. Luka had 45 points last night, Tony. 45 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. He was 15 of 30 from the field, 4 of 11 from 3, 11 of 14 at the line. But 
They didn't get super Jalen Brunson, and they didn't get super Dorian Finney-Smith. They had a superhuman effort from Maxi Kleber, who hit five out of eight threes. But it looks to me like the philosophy is we're just going to try to wear Luka out. If he scores 50, he scores 50. Nobody else is going to beat us. Yeah, I think that's the way you have to, to play. I mean, that's the kind of numbers that James Harden needs to have yeah, for them yeah. to have a chance. Um, there's just, you know, Brunson's played okay. Well, he played since, great against Utah. I know. Especially when, when Luka wasn't playing. Yes, when Luka was out. He hasn't right. played. It's different because Luka has the ball all the time. Brunson had the ball all the time that's when Luka wasn't playing. So, great point. Um, I don't know. I, I I, you know, Luca can make you win games, but the Sun are awful good. And Chris Paul, I said this on your show last year, and I've said it a million times. Nobody's—he's the most, maybe the most underrated great player in the NBA. And turns thirty-seven on Thursday. He—he's so good, and it's not because he scores all the time. It's not because no. he passes the ball. It's just because he keeps. Everything under control. Remember when the Suns weren't good when Booker was playing point guard? They were good, but they weren't that good because he had to have the ball. Now Booker runs to get open because Chris Paul has the ball. And the guy that I really like is Bridges. Yeah, Mikael Bridges. He's made them play 42 minutes last night. He played 42 minutes last night. 13.7 rebounds. Uh, Game two, Wednesday, 10 o'clock. Phoenix is already a six point favorite in that game. Um, I think Dallas still has a shot in this series, Tony, only because they have Luka. And if Brunson can play really, really well, Dorian Finney-Smith really, really well, uh, and help Luka, he's got to get help. If he gets help, I think they're going to be in games. In fact, they were kind of in that game most of the night. They were down 13 at halftime. They got back close in that game. So um, in the final minute, I guess, they finally were out of it. But I, I give them a chance. Interesting number. They had 16 assists in the NBA game, and Luka had eight of them. That tells me there's a lot of standing around and watching Luka. Yeah. They're watching Luka, and when they have the ball, they're not getting it to Luka, right? Because they would get an assist. Yeah. I mean, you're, you've got 40 field goals made, and you got 16 assists. Two more games uh, in the association tonight. Game twos between Milwaukee and Boston and Golden State Memphis. We'll break those down for you. DeAndre Hopkins going to be suspended first six games of the NFL season. We'll talk about that. Uh, some baseball as well. Is this, I asked this yesterday, I'm going to get Tony's opinion. Is this going to go down as the worst Cincinnati Reds team ever? I know it's early, but is it going to go down as the worst Reds team in history? You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Makes it feel like a Wednesday, but it's really only a Tuesday. But we don't know what day of the week it is anyway. Dude. Yeah, when you retire, it's just, I, I, I get out of bed. I get out of bed. My wife goes, are we going to church today? And I said, on a Friday? And she goes, it's Sunday, you moron. I said, oh, okay. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. The Big X golf cards are here and ready to go. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. 
You can play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Once again, you can play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake under $25 a round, cart included. Get yours today. Supplies are limited. Uh, NBA tonight. Got a double dip again. Game twos. Now, both road teams won game one in these series. Milwaukee and Boston, Golden State at Memphis. Uh, let's talk about Milwaukee and Boston first, Tony. Boston was a four-point favorite Sunday afternoon. Trying to kick the rust off. They didn't do a very good job of it. And let's be honest here. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the NBA. Am I wrong when I say he is the best player in the NBA? He's not going to win the MVP. Jokic is going to win it for the second straight year. He's not LeBron. He's not Luka. He's not Joel Embiid, who was favorite for the MVP for most of the season. But Giannis, can he be overlooked? Is he so good that we just kind of take him for granted that he's that good? I think so, John. I, I told, I've told you a million times on the show, I saw him in person. Yeah. He's the most unbelievable player I've seen at his size. And he, he's just a game changer, and, it, and he's different, and he is. If I was picking a player to start my franchise at this minute, I would take the Greek Freak. 24. Game one, he had 24, 13, and 12, and Boston's a good defensive team. Maybe the best defensive team in the league. And he made it look easy. Always makes it look easy. And when Chris Middleton went out before game four of the Chicago series, all of a sudden everybody said, hey, uh-oh, uh-oh, Giannis doesn't have his number two guy. They're going to be in trouble. They got Drew Holiday. They got Bobby Portis, who stepped into the starting role now. They got uh, uh, Grayson Allen, who's been great. I hate to say it, but he's been great. Giannis can play with anybody, and he's going to make them winners, it feels like. It feels yeah. like if, if he's on the court, they're going to win the game. And they have good role players. That's why they're the defending NBA champions, and I, I, it's just hard to go against them. It's sort of a must-win for Boston tonight. The Celtics are four and a half. Um, would you bet against the Greek freak tonight? No. Tonight. Tonight and with Mark, I mean, playing at Boston, you feel like Boston's crowd, must Boston's going to play well. Marcus Smart is questionable. He'll so play. I think he will too. But they have to have things go right, and they've got Tatum and Brown just have to put up big numbers. Tatum and Brown, and I mentioned this uh, yesterday, they were 10 for 31 on Sunday. That's not going to happen very often. Now, we talk about Boston's defense. Milwaukee plays a little D2 here. Uh, that's why the score was uh, 101 to 89. That's why the over-under is a low number. Uh, you don't expect a whole lot of points, but uh, this is a must-win for the Celtics. I think this, if the right? Celtics – If you're down 2-0 at home – And you're going back to Milwaukee. You're in trouble. You're in big trouble. Uh, game two tonight, 9-30 on TNT, Golden State at Memphis. That was, one, that was maybe the most entertaining game of the playoffs so far. Game one Sunday afternoon, 117 to one. 16, Golden State won it. Your boy Draymond got ejected uh, in the first half. Golden State somehow won that game. They're uh, favored by two tonight. You expect probably Draymond Green to stay around for the whole game tonight. Uh, does Memphis have a shot here to win this series? They've just lost home court advantage. 
I think Golden State's definitely going to win the series, but it's it's one that Memphis has to have. I mean, just what you were talking about with Boston, it's the same thing with Memphis. They've got to win. And, John, how can you be like Draymond Green and get tossed? How bad does that hurt okay. your team? Did you see it? No, I okay. did not. I, I, I turned it on. It was, it was no flagrant argument. two. Okay. In fact, and I said this yesterday, if Rick Mahorny committed that foul in 1987, they don't even call a foul. Reputation? It's reputation. Got it to a two. It was a flagrant one. Hit him in the head as he's going up. Grabbed the jersey. Pulled him down. Tried to kind of catch him as he was falling. But you still grabbed the jersey and pulled him down. It's a flagrant one. It's a flagrant two because he's Draymond Green. We watched a whole bunch of Golden State Warrior games. He complains every play that doesn't go the Warriors way. Not once in a while. Every play he is in the referee's grill. And he's not talking to him. He's yelling at him, and he's talking down to him. And if I'm refereeing, and I know those guys got to keep those guys in the game because it's part of the league, but if you're out there and you're being degraded every time you make a call against a guy, I mean, to me, Draymond Green makes that team so much better. He does. But you got to get rid of that ego. You got to play. And, and help your team. I heard Reggie Miller ask this question today. He was he was asked this question. Is Draymond Green a Hall of Famer? No. He said yes. Three titles. One-time defense player of the year. Would he have had those numbers playing for the Mavericks? Well, maybe. Now, not the titles. Right. Obviously. And that's not what the gets titles. guys to, to that status. Absolutely. And so is got, he a Hall of Famer. He does have the He's got the Splash Brothers, and he had Kevin Durant. I agree. I mean, a lot of guys can, are going to be that good doing. But he's been the point forward or whatever you want to call him and distributor for those teams. When they moved him to that spot, took Steph and Clay off the ball. I, I agree with that. That became, but that became that does, a dynasty team. That doesn't make you a Hall of Famer. Okay. Because you got the ball to the guys that are great. Well, the Hall of Famer, then, Reggie Miller, says he's a Hall of Famer. Hey, so I, hey, I, don't I, could, know, I don't know who I should listen I to. I could get the ball to a lot of really great players and they could score, but that wasn't going to make me a Hall of Famer. Uh, Golden State, <laughs> Memphis, Golden State, two tonight on the road. Who you got in the in really? Same situation here. Probably a must win for Memphis. I, I, would, I would bet Memphis tonight if and, I was. And betting. how good's John ja Morant, by the way? I love John ja Morant. Uh, there, there is. Uh, they made a great point on the game. If, if there's one guy that you really want to watch that's so exciting. And yeah, you brought it up, too, I think, yesterday. Yeah. It, it's John Morant. He, yeah. I mean, he is so – I mean, he jumps out of the gym. He makes shots. He makes plays nobody can make. And and he's a young guy. He goes in there sometimes, and I go, what are you doing? And he lays it in. Yeah. He just – Right? Yeah, he you contorts go, his oh, body, oh, oh, flips it do? up you from the side. There. You can't go in there. You're going to get killed. Dunk. Layup. And, and remember back in the day when they always talked about Zion and John ja Morant played on his AAU team one year and went to Murray. People went well, to see Zion now, play, and John ja Morant got a Murray State scholarship out of it. Uh, I think Zion played on John ja Morant's AAU. It's <laughs> a good way to look at it. Ja had 34 points, nine rebounds, 10 assists in game one. Here's an interesting counterbalance. You want to watch great guard play? Last night, Luka Doncic slows the game down, and he's great. John Morant speeds the game up, and he's great. They both do it in completely polar opposite ways, but they're both great basketball players who get the job done in the way that they need to get it done. And put Steph Curry in between them. 
you know. People don't watch. I said this yesterday. If you say you love basketball and you don't love the NBA, then you don't love basketball. You're kidding yourself. Yeah, you're just going back to the old mentality of oh, the ABA. No and I'm a Louisville. I'm a college basketball fan. Yeah. It, 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 it's phenomenal. And the only thing that I get kind of tired of with the NBA is, and I know it's all analytics and everything, is how many three – it just turns into a three-point shooting game a lot of times. And and then, it, you know, if you're – if you're Curry and you're you're falling into the crowd and hitting them, yeah, it's exciting. But sometimes it gets too much three point shooting from. There's them. a lot of guys that take some threes, and you look at them. You get inside. You shouldn't be taking it or pass the ball. There's no reason you should be taking that three point shot. All right, Buckster from Shively's probably listening in his truck, trying to uh, you know get the picks between his stops here. So let's go ahead and I'm going to take Milwaukee tonight against Boston. I don't understand how you can. Give Milwaukee four and a half points against anybody. I just don't. Um, they're too good, and it's not just Giannis, but it's mostly Giannis. So I'm going to take the Bucks here. You agree with that one? I'm going to go with the Celtics because it's must win. It's it is in must win. It's in Boston. Uh, but uh, it's not must cover. It's must win. Good I'm point. taking the four and a half points. Thank you. Now, now I, 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 I'll still go with Boston. I'll give it because <laughs> I, I, go. I, I think everybody's going to take Milwaukee. So I'm, bet I'm, I'm everybody. And uh, the other, the other game we're going to disagree as well. Golden State, Memphis. Golden State wins that game after Draymond Green gets kicked out in the first half the other night. Memphis got back in it, got the lead, was playing well. The crowd was crazy. Golden State still found a way to win. Clay hits a big three. Jordan Poole is has been unbelievable as the I guess fourth wheel on that team. Um, Golden State's given two tonight. I expect Draymond to be on his best behavior and and play the whole game. I'm going to take Golden State to not necessarily put them out of their misery, but take a commanding lead over Memphis. Here. I'm going the I'm giving the two. I'm going the opposite way because I think every better that's. A, not a, just a standard better is going to see Milwaukee and Golden State in those spots, and they're going to take them. So I would parlay so I'm, Austin I'm, and Memphis. I'm, I'm I'm biting at the bait, is what you're telling me. Yes, right? Vegas is That's what throwing, I'm saying. Is throwing the fishing rod the, out. Big Island Fish taught me that a long time ago. When everybody <sighs> thinks one thing, you go the other way. That's why the bookies make so much money. Well, I and, and I'm, legalized betting makes so much. Yeah, money. legal. I'm in. We're in Indiana right now, so we can talk about this. Right? Yes, we can legally bet. So, I, hey, hey uh, which is a bad thing. Hey, Kentucky Senate, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go bet a little bit today. I don't need you to pass a bill. I would love you to pass a bill, but uh, because I would love the money that I lose, and it's considerable to help out the economy of my state where I live, state of Kentucky. Okay. Well, a couple, me, couple guys over in Kentucky said, no, me, we're not going to take a vote. So, let me, it's, let me that's get how down, you do it. Let me get down off of this high horse here and take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk a little baseball. The Reds are. Uh, Awful. The Yankees are playing great right now. Um, Bats baseball tonight on the Big X as well. We'll talk about all of that. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Final segment on this Tuesday. Eminem Cartage hotline still open. 384-1450 if you'd like to Join in on the conversation, especially you Reds fans. Give us a call, and, um, you know, I will cry along with you. I don't blame you. Um, Thornton's text line open, 414-1450. 414-1450, that's the number of the Thornton's text line. Our buddy Scooter Dingus from a uh, previous show 
here on the Big X tweeted, betting trend for your listeners, or texted, excuse me, the Reds' opponent, minus a run and a half, has been easy money this season. At one point, 14 out of 15 games. That means, Tony, the Reds lost 14 out of 15 games by more than one run. That is some bad baseball. And I said this yesterday. If I'm going to watch the Reds right now, Hunter Green has to be pitching because there's no other reason to watch the Reds. What do you think? I'm not Do you watch disagree. the Reds? I haven't been. I walked in. My son was watching it, and I said, Reds losing again. He goes, yep. <laughs> Texter says, I like Memphis and Boston tonight. You guys have me confused with it being Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm confused myself. I had no idea it was Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to go home, and i tell you what I'm going to do on the way home. I do this every Wednesday. I'm going to stop and see my buddy Jimmy Paler at Our Place Liquors, and I'm going to get a lottery ticket, and I'm going to say Powerball, and he's going to say, you know it's only Tuesday, right? And I go, oh, man, it's only Tuesday. I'm supposed to get this one on Wednesday. That's exactly what's going to happen. Have you won on Wednesday? Uh, the Powerball? If I'd won the Powerball, Tony, I so, would not be here So today. maybe bad on Tuesday. Well, that's not a bad idea. Yankees beat Toronto uh, last night. Don't. Look, these are two really good teams. Three to two was the final. Ten in a row for the Yankees, Tony. We um, they struggled early, but they have put it together quickly. This all of a sudden, you know. I know we both picked Toronto to win the uh, American League East. The Yankees are they were seven and six. They're now seventeen and six. Uh, nice win. Look, Toronto's fifteen and nine. These may be the two best teams in the American League. Agree, disagree. Agreed, and. I was just looking at it as you were saying it and looking at the records of everyone. Can you tell me, and I know you know. I'll try I'm, not to look before you ask. Go ahead. Central Division, one team above 500. I picked them to win the division in our picks this year, Minnesota the Twinkies. The Twinkies. And the White Sox are 9-13. and 13. They won yesterday. Um, they, their pitchers have been hit, by, been hit by the injury bug. But that's not the story with the White Sox. They're not scoring any runs. Um, and you expect that lineup to score a lot of runs. But again, we'll say it again. It's early. White Sox are 9 and 13. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians are ahead of the White Sox. I still find that difficult to say. Uh, my Texas Rangers are 8 and 14. I'm sorry, those are your Texas Rangers. I picked uh, the Angels to go to the World hang Series. Hang on there with the Rangers. The Angels are in first place at 15 and 9. I did pick them to go to the World Series. So I feel pretty good about my Halos right now. Trout's killing it. He's killing it. The pitching's been good. Uh, Wade and Ward and Walsh, the three W's are hitting it. Otani struggled a little bit. Uh, he's going to miss his next start. They're going to. Um, well, he struggled at the plate, too. Yeah, he's going to still hit, but they're going to skip start because he's had a little issue. Hey, here's my question One division in baseball. Yep. Every team in it has double digit wins, only one division. Ugh. Well, it's not. You know, it's, it's not where the it's Reds. It's not are the at. National League Central. I can tell you that. <laughs> and we know it's Every not the American has League Central. Double-digit wins. I'm gonna go National League West. West, the worst. Everybody has. Arizona's a, been playing well lately. Arizona is 11 and 13. Everyone else has a winning record. You go up backwards. Colorado is 13 and nine, but they've been beating up the Reds. And then you have the big three. Arizona six and four in their last ten. Uh, Dodgers 14-7 and seven to lead the West. I've got them in the World Series. So do you, by the way. Uh, we both, I think, picked the Brewers to win the Central. They're 15-8. and eight. That's a bad division. That's a really bad division. That's a bad division. And my Cubs, by the way, are six games ahead of the Reds. 
So I feel I feel good about that. And the Pirates are too. If that tells you anything about the Reds, well, I don't. Sorry, Buck. Tells me more about the Cubs actually. Uh, and the, those crazy New York Mets are not doing New York Met things. They're sixteen and eight. Max Scherzer's made a difference. Degrom hasn't pitched yet. They designated Robinson Cano for assignment yesterday. He's gone. Um, you know they got good young hitters. Pete Alonso's fun to watch swing the bat. He uh, d- he doesn't check swing. He doesn't check swing. No, nope. he swings really really hard. And who picked the Mets to win that division? You did. I picked them to get to the playoffs, but I didn't pick them to win the division. You picked them to win the division. But watch out for the Miami Marlins. Yes. They're 12 and 10. They're pitching maybe pitching. the best starting pitching in the league, in the National League. Um, they're young. Jazz Chisholm is fun to watch. They've got Lopez. Uh, they, they added uh, Avisal Garcia and Jorge Soler in the offseason. I'm telling you, Donnie Mattingly, Donnie Baseball doing a really good job there. And they're talking about picking up Robinson Cano because they're such a young team. They're looking for a little veteran leadership there. So keep an eye on that as well. Back to the Reds, the Todd father sends a uh, text to the text machine. It's pretty simple. Reds pitching and then a sad face emoji. Tyler Molly goes tonight for Cincinnati. Uh, he is 1-3. Look, he's got one of the three wins. So – he, maybe the ace? The the best part about Todd's thing was the pitcher, Charlie Brown, throwing it and getting the line drive oh, did, on the I mound. That. There it knocking is. his clothes off. I think he was uh, kind of <laughs> talking about the Reds pitching there. <laughs> oh, Todd Father. That's good stuff. Molly's one and three, six forty five. Brandon Woodruff goes for Milwaukee tonight. He's two and one. His ERA is up at five thirty. So uh Brandon Woodruff has not pitched particularly well early here in the season. Since they don't want to play Milwaukee right now, Tony. Not not at three and nineteen. You know, it, okay, I'll ask you the question. I said I was going to ask you at the beginning of the show. Will this be at the end of the year considered the worst Cincinnati Reds team in history? And that's a long history. Well, I, I don't have the history in front of me, but I'm going to say if they're not. They're in the top three. You probably heard me say this yesterday. Three and nineteen is the worst National League start I since the that. Cleveland Spiders of eighteen ninety nine. By the way, the Guardians should be the Spiders. And you know the Bats were playing in the major leagues. They might have won three games by now. The I've I've been to three Bats games. They're far more fun to watch than the Reds. Far more fun to watch. It's scary, isn't it? They've got uh, Albert Almora Jr. on the team now. How about that, I bet you didn't know that. I did not. By the way, Bats baseball tonight. Start a six-game set in Indianapolis against the Indianapolis Indians, 635. First pitch, 605, will be the airtime tonight right here on the Big X Bats Baseball in Indianapolis for Derby Week. We're here for Derby Week. Uh, I got to get a horse from you, a horse or two to keep an eye on in the uh, 148th running of the Kentucky Derby. Who you got? Well, John, I told you I I took a little – I need some reasons, too. Well, charge it was my horse that's lightly raced. It's going to be big odds. I'm not, you know, twenty to one in the morning, man. Yep, and I'm going to go with the favorite. Also, I told you I, I like the three horse exact way to go. Zandon, Zandon, I like. And then you you hit me on something that I, I like a lot. Mike Smith. Mike yeah. Smith is always there in the Derby, and at twelve to one, I think it's Tabia. Taba. Taba. Mike Smith is seventy eight years old. No, he's not. He's but he's uh, long in the tooth. He's doing it a long time. So though. much success in derby races. So that's my three-horse box. I've got a little wager on the side on Charge It. But uh, 
I think Zandon's going to run a big race from what I've listened to. But uh, that's the way I look at it. I'll probably change something up, maybe play some try, throw a horse in there on the try, maybe single somebody that day just to see how I feel. But most, if, take those three, put them together, cash it in. Most people uh, know who I like, but I'll give you my picks uh, in stone tomorrow. Uh, Kent Taylor will join me, Wave 3 tomorrow. The uh, He's got a big weekend ahead because uh, Channel 3, Wave TV, they cover – well, on Oaks Day, they'll be covering the first uh, five races and then races 12 and 13 live. All the other races taped delayed on Wave 3. And then uh, Saturday, Derby Day, Kent and uh, his wife, Connie Leonard, and the rest of the Wave crew, John Bowl and uh, Shannon and all those people will cover races 1 through 4 and 13 and 14 live and races 5 through 7 on tape delay. So... Ken will have his uh, his pink on, and Connie will have her hat on, and they'll be out there all day Friday and Saturday. I'm glad he's going to have a little time to uh, join us tomorrow. Texter says, Taba, Tony, because of speed, at, and at 12 to 1, that is a steal. Speed horses in the Derby? Are you uh, are you all about that? Well, 20-horse field, getting out on the lead is not a bad thing if you have speed. No, and, and it, you know, you can look at a horse's clothes and horses on the lead. It's just about the trip. The trip is the main thing. If you're in the middle of the pack and you're clear and you can make a move, great. If you're in the back and you can, you know, there, there's so many variables. And if the track's muddy, it's going to change things. Um, I, I just don't think there's a certain way you can feel. Uh, the briar, yeah. The buyer is a big thing. But I want to give a public service announcement Uh-oh. and something that Don't Churchill gamble. Downs has kind of got to Uh-oh. me, and we know about this. I said, I, I went to the Oaks for years, 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 and years, stood on the bricks, general admission, got in, and now Churchill Downs is changing it to where you cannot walk around on a general admission ticket. You have to go to the infield, and you have no access to the front side. And same thing on Derby Day, those two days. Now, if you go to Thurby, you can, you know, they've changed, they're trying to make it. Churchill Downs has tried to make that Oaks Day for the general public in Louisville. For the local people. Yes, yeah. and that's fine with me. But the people that have uh, have gone to the Oaks forever in the city of Louisville are being pushed away. And I, I just think it's too much corporate. There's too much. And uh, that's just what I wanted to say. I just, as, no. as a, a loyal Kentucky Oaks guy for years and years and sit on those bricks every day, every time. Can't do it this year. So they don't need your money, apparently. If you're planning on going out Friday, you are not buying a general yeah, admission ticket. If you ticket think you're going to pay 20 bucks and walk in and stand in the paddock, you're not. You're going to pay $65 or whatever it is to get, and they're going to let you in the infield. They're not going to let you in. Yeah. So if you're listening and you planned on doing it like I did for years and years, can't do it. Uh, all right, let's go to the NFL. Good to. That's good to know. And that, you know, the other thing is they're not advertising that. So a lot of people just assuming they can, oh, yeah. they can show up and walk in. It's just not the case anymore. Uh, NFL news, DeAndre Hopkins, Arizona receiver, suspended for the first six games of Pez next dispenser. season for PED usage. I'm sorry? Pez dispenser. Is that Pez that is? suspension. <laughs> it's a Pez suspension. Yeah, Pez dispenser. I don't know. He won't be playing the first six games. Now, Arizona on draft day traded with Baltimore for Hollywood Brown. They knew. Now, this is a test that came back positive in November. Okay, so why now? I guess you have to go through protocols. You have to double check, make sure the test was positive, all of that stuff. But DeAndre Hopkins made a statement today. He did. 
you know, I'm, I don't know what happened. It must have been in something I took that my, tra- my trainer gave. Okay, all right, that's fine. DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the league. Arizona, knowing that he was going to be suspended, they go out and get Hollywood Brown. Tony, that's a tough division. You've got the defending champion Rams in there, and you've also got the uh, the San Francisco 49ers. So this is this is a big blow to Arizona. That's Kyler Murray's best receiver. Now, they brought Hollywood Brown in. They played with Murray at Oklahoma. little reunion here. But you brought him in because you knew you weren't going to have DeAndre Hopkins for those first six games. That's a killer for this team. I think it is, too. And remember, last year the Cardinals played great in the first half of the season and did not play well towards the end. And Hollywood Brown is not DeAndre Hopkins. Nobody is. So don't fool yourself full of that. But that gives Rondell Moore, some of those other guys, more opportunities to get the football. Yeah, and, and Hollywood Brown will be good, I think, in Arizona. The, the problem here, the perception now is, Hollywood Brown asked for a trade. Hollywood Brown and Lamar Jackson are good friends. But this is business. And the perception now is these receivers look at that Baltimore system and say, I'm not sure I want to play in that because Lamar doesn't want to throw the ball deep. He wants to throw it short. He wants to run the ball. Baltimore wants to hand it off, play some defense. Is this a bad look for Lamar Jackson? Because receivers may not want to play with him. Good question. Uh, it, He's an MVP. It, it sounds like it, but I don't know. You want to win, and maybe he thinks there's a better opportunity in in Arizona than in Baltimore right now. Well, you can win in Baltimore. Baltimore's proven that you can win with Lamar Jackson. I don't think that's the issue here. Um, you know, and guys want their numbers. Let's be honest. You want the big paycheck. You want the big paycheck. You got to have the big numbers. And Marquise Brown is saying, I can't get those big numbers with Lamar Jackson. Can he get them with? With Murray, he thinks he can. I'm sure they connected a lot at Oklahoma. Now Oklahoma, Arizona, it's two different things. But I just think you know. I hope this is not an indictment on Lamar Jackson. The guys don't want to go play for Lamar Jackson, and all of a sudden they have to be a running team because no receiver is going to go there. Right. Good point. I'm looking over your shoulder and I'm seeing the St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> pin it the whole time you're talking about Jim Hart. Jim Hart, he's not walking through that. <laughs> Roger Worley. Conrad Dobler's not walking through that door. <laughs> All right, Big X golf cards are ready. Please uh, get yourself the card. It uh, is available for $25 a round. With, uh, you get to play the great courses for $25 a round, including Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake in, Su- in uh, Santa Claus, Indiana, Old Capital Golf Club, and Chariot Run, under $25 a round, card included. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812 725 1457 supplies are limited so get yours today ken taylor will join me wave three wave three derby coverage will begin friday on oaks day and then continue saturday on derby day kent will join me tomorrow to talk about his derby horse and uh, what his life entails for the next four or five days it's got to be crazy bats baseball tonight as um the Louisville Bats take on Indianapolis in Indianapolis, 635 first pitch, 605 pregame. Join Nick Curran for all the action tonight. I think the Bats went 3-3 three and three, uh, last week, so um, maybe they can keep it going. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Tony. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act.